0: It is now what we would call Hiking Day 1, what I came to label hot stuff on the way to Ironsign. To quote the famous Scottish rocker Rod Stewart, hot stuff was the order of the day. We had unusual heat across the day. Temperatures reached over 40 degrees centigrade in London, that's over 100 degrees Fahrenheit, and even as far north as we were, they reached the mid-90s Fahrenheit. In both cases, London or up north. The highs ever recorded in modern times. Our plan was to transit back to Newcastle, the swing bridge over the river Tyne being our demarcation or where we had left off, pick up some lunch provisions and be on our way. The lingering heat still rendered the metro idle and as a result we took a cab all the way back into town to get to central Newcastle. We were well aware that the wall sightings and ruins would be minimal for much of this day's walk. What we didn't fully appreciate is that the path itself would largely follow the valley of the river Tyne for most of the day, moving from what you might call revitalized urban riverfront to more moderately populated and then ultimately pastoral river valley. Remaining in the valley for the majority of the walk meant relatively flat terrain, much of it paved and doubling as a bicycle path for local riders. We followed Cole's regiment. We did a good job of hydrating in the heat, including electrolyte packets as additions to our water for muscle and also mental maintenance. But I have to say, there was one little anecdote that did stand out to me uh, after our lunch break in a riverside park along the headwaters of the Tyne as we worked our way west. Behind us, on the north side of the river, we passed a large rowing clubhouse. It was emblazoned with a label, Tyne United Rowing Club. Virtually straight across the river was another sizable clubhouse emblazoned with the label Tyne Amateur Rowing Club. Now, I was surprised to find two such clubs so similarly named and so closely located uh, among such spacious surroundings, so my mind began wandering in search of an explanation. And then it hit me. The skulls of the United Rowers must proceed in a straight line up or down river, whereas the skulls of the amateur rowers probably make circles as the newbies seek to find their rhythms. Such an enlightening aha moment probably says more about the effects of the extreme heat on my mental processing but take it for what it's worth. The latter portion of the day's hike took us from the river valley up a steady path Uh, and a relatively steady and then sometimes steep climb toward the highlands visible above. That walk took us off the paved path through a wooded area and then up through uh, farmed fields. The town at the top of this traverse is known as Heading on the Wall, the wall of course being Hadrian's Wall. Knowing full well that our plan for the day had us hiking another few miles to Ironsign Farm further west, we nonetheless took stock of what I would call a mighty thirst that had befallen us as we reached the center of heading on the Wall. No sooner had we had that assessment, but there stood before us the inviting doors of the Swan Inn, complete with gold pints on draft to quench our substantial mid-afternoon thirst. That hydration stop served us really well so well, in fact, that after hiking the remaining few miles to our B&B and Ironsign farm, we returned to the Inn for dinner to enjoy a couple of proper dinner pints later that evening and ensure our hydration needs were properly sated. Turned out the food was good, the pints cold, the service friendly, and upon stepping out of the Inn to await our transit back to the B&B, we noticed a sign not fully read the first time we came by. In one direction, the sign pointed to Hadrian's Wall Path. That was, of course, the route that we pursued during our afternoon hydration stop. In the opposite direction, it pointed to Hadrian's Wall Ruins. Figuring our ride back to the b was still a few miles away. We strolled over and located what some might call the first teaser of wall and ruins to come. A eh, roughly 60-yard portion of the original wall running alongside a modest countryside road in Hedden. Our excitement at finding the first real evidence of the wall was sadly overwhelmed by the cumulative uh, effect of high heat and sun throughout the day's hike. And that limited energy, uh, or reduced energy, was actually evident in our post-dinner nightcap. So we picked up where we left off uh, on day two of our journey, back to the Swing Bridge along the River Tyne in Newcastle, and uh, started making our way further west. We really got into the walk today, I would say, Cole. Initial impressions about Newcastle, all we really talked about yesterday was making a little bit of fun about the old castle in Newcastle. But I think there's much more to Newcastle than just that. Thoughts that you might have?
1: Well, it's clearly an old industrial city. There's a lot of interesting waterfront that's being sort of reinvested in and repurposed and reinvented into high-end residential, a lot of cool pubs and bars down on the waterfront and it seems like they're really using the resource that is the waterfront much much better these days and um, Enjoyed walking through there. It was very active very lively a lot going on and it felt really nice and uh, today as we exited Newcastle, uh, we went through some of the neighborhoods that were still a bit industrial and maybe even a little downtrodden industrial uh, warehouses and such and, and other, other buildings. And then uh, went through a couple of neighborhoods and then we finally got out to like, sort of off the pavement and onto, um, onto the path and it just everything just opened up it was just beautiful pastoral land beautiful fields of wheat and grain and green trees everywhere and it was it was really really nice and uh you know we uh got
0: into the wall yeah we're kind of out into what i would call uh pastoral northern england and and have now exited kind of the urban segment of the trip and uh now, having said that, by the way, I'll just my two cents on on uh, Newcastle because I think you said it well. In the U.S., we would probably say that this is a city that was a Rust Belt city, right? It was deindustrialized, or industry moved elsewhere and shut down. A lot of reclamation and improvement. It reminded me of some of the positive stories in the U.S. where Rust Belt cities actually have recovered. Pittsburgh is a good city that comes to mind that rejuvenated itself over the past thirty years and. Frankly, Newcastle looks much more on the way or on that path than, than quite frankly, I would have thought before coming over here.
1: Yeah, and then, yeah, for those of you who don't know Newcastle, the big industries here were steel and, in particular, shipbuilding back in the day, and like a lot of cities, you you see really nice waterfront property <laughs> sitting there rusting out and not being being used and it, so it's really nice to see them investing in it uh repurposing it reinventing it and uh changing it as you know places that people actually want to live
0: and uh, want to go to have a have a pint so we were talking about uh the second leg which was getting out of the outskirts of the city and then getting into what you might call pastoral northern england where rolling hills as you put it you know rye and wheat growing across the fields very uh, agricultural i would say out here and um interestingly instead of walking on pavement for the whole day we actually got off pavement and got onto the path right let's call it hadrian's path or hadrian's trail now now we feel like we're on a trail and uh And the good news is, for all that time, interestingly, you're following the trail of the wall, but we didn't see a heck of a lot of wall. But finally, uh, in the latter part of the day, we get to uh, heading on the wall, and lo and behold, what did we find?
1: We found the wall.
0: and it's a neat piece of the wall, too. Yeah, it's a nice
1: big chunk of wall. (laughs) Interestingly,
0: by the way, it's a little bit off the path. That is Hadrian's wall path. But nonetheless, um, it's pretty easy to find in heading on the wall. We did get down to it, and it's it's pretty darn neat, and it kind of raises the excitement for what we're looking forward to over the next few days, in my mind.
1: Yeah, I thought it was fantastic, and it's just around the corner from the Swan Inn, which is
0: uh, one of the places we stopped for a couple of bites. Yeah, which reminds me, we're here in what, what I think is the the hottest recorded temperatures that have been seen in England, uh, either in memory or in recorded terms, I'll put it in history. Recorded history, yeah. Uh, it was over 100 Fahrenheit in uh, in London and, and here well into the 90s as we were walking. So those pints at the Swan Inn were, um, why were they necessary, weren't they? Yeah, that was very helpful. And beware,
1: most of the time up in this part of England, they don't even think they they need air conditioning. So for days like today, they're just not. They're they're all taken a bit back when the when the when the thermometer gets around ninety five. It's it's a bit much for them. So it does get a little hot and nobody's got air
0: conditioning up here at all. Well, I thought the draft beers that we enjoyed were probably the best air conditioning <laughs> or the best substitute air conditioning that we could locate. So I was, I was pretty I was pretty pleased with that outcome. Yeah, as, absolutely. That's uh, what economists call the theory of the second best. That was the second best. So we talked yesterday about, uh, uh, and by the way, this is all related to the heat because we ended up in cabs for getting into our starting point uh, and then frankly going out to dinner this evening. So again, we got to talk to some some Geordie cabbies while we were up here. And uh, whereas yesterday we talked a fair bit about English Premier League, uh, today we had a bit of an opportunity to talk about local celebs. We talked a little bit about some of the uh, musicians that have emanated from the area. Uh, there, I, there's a few na- that we could name, but, but interestingly, the one cabbie in particular, when we brought him up, clearly seemed to, I think, support or Endorse the preferences that Cole, I think you and I have, which is uh, Mark Knopfler, uh, you know, of Dire Straits, and then of solo career fame, uh, is um, maybe top of the heap, so to speak, of uh, of some of the uh, of some of the musicians of our era that have come out of the place. Yeah, I know he's one of my favorites. Uh, he he mentioned that Sting
1: also attended the same school that he, he came to came out of
0: uh, when he was a kid we picked up on that one a little bit less we were much more engaged i think with him when we were talking about knoffler it's no offense to uh, to mr sting but boy uh Knopfler is to me is just top shelf and, and obviously they're quite proud of him up here that's for sure other thoughts takeaways beside the heat uh as as, as the evening winds down the heat is still here we think it's going to dissipate tomorrow but any any final thoughts uh, final takeaways S- seems to me that tomorrow and the next day we really get into seeing big pieces of the wall, the forts et cetera and so forts yeah. My, yeah my my excitement level uh is rising, and uh, I think that our in my mind our interest was teased by the fact that we caught up with a piece of the wall in head and yeah and i I just have to say,
1: looking out the window right now after dinner it's absolutely beautiful uh just seeing the countryside the english countryside and Hearing sheep bleeding uh, literally just outside our window. It's, it's actually really cute, really, uh, really nice.
0: Cool. It did remind me today when we were on the last leg of our journey here and we were going by some of the sheep. I think you made a new friend with one of them. It looked to me like it was an extended conversation you were having because that was a real back and forth. You're multilingual and I'm not. But the fact is, that looked like quite a conversation that I was not privy to, but uh, all good, right? Yeah. You made a new friend, it looked like. Yeah, we made a connection. (laughs) Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. My feet are a little sore. I'm going to get some rest because of the heat. I think you're going to do the same. But I think all 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 in all a good day, and like I said, I think the excitement lies ahead, and hopefully a bit cooler weather after the kind of heat that we uh, experienced uh, here today. But nonetheless, all good, and we're uh, I think we're I think day two is kind of a wrap, Cole, because I don't know about you, I think a good night's sleep is going to do us well.
1: Yeah, it should be about ten or ten or twelve or fifteen degrees cooler tomorrow.
0: that'll, that'll be welcome. That'll be nice. Good stuff. All right. Good night. Good night.